Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's one life left. Oh. It's been ages since I saw you two. It's been so long. Wait, it was just this weekend, wasn't it? <laughs> it's only oh. yesterday. Welcome to One Life Left. We are Resonance 104.4 FM's video game radio show. And for the next hour, we're going to be talking about video games on uh, the radio. And we'll be talking about our adventures at the Big Chill. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. How are you, Anne? Um, I'm good. You weren't good when I saw you on Sunday. No, I wasn't. We had a very long car drive back. Um, we had a very long, hard weekend, didn't we? We, had, we really it. did it this weekend, didn't we? Last time I saw you, you were lying on your back in a field. Last time I saw you, <laughs> well, there was a photo. That. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you follow Anne on Twitter at Scanters, you would have seen a photo of Simon. Uh, yeah, I don't recall that photo being taken. No, ruined. I don't recall that photo being taken either, but I, I wasn't in it, so that's fine. No, you were elsewhere, weren't you? Um, I was elsewhere, ruined in a different way. I have struggled to get to the <laughs> studio today. Um, I, I've hurt my ankle. I spent four hours in accident and emergency uh, at Charing Cross. How did, how did you injure your ankle? Were you playing Wii Fit? I was... Uh, I was Playing Prop Cycle? I was discussing things formally <laughs> and properly with uh, Saber Pulse following his set at the One Life Left tent. And he disagreed with you, night. kicked you in the ankle. There, there was no disagreement, uh, there was some dancing. And uh, yeah, I woke up the next morning and I felt a bit bad. Woke up this morning with a huge, huge bruise. Which uh, followers of you on Twitter <laughs> at, at Steers here can see of course yeah. so what can followers of your Twitter oh Byronic man, what By- can they see? Um, they can I, see videos Yeah, they can see videos, yeah I put the videos of Sabre Pulse up, uh, so if you weren't lucky enough to be at the big chill uh, you can see uh, approximately four minutes of Sabre Pulse's storming set on Saturday night, but um, I'm sure we'll tell you a bit more about that later. It was amazing, wasn't it? Um, we, we did record a show there as well. We did. Which we think we've got fragments of that we're going to piece together in a sort of forensic CSI way. Yeah. Are we going to leave the argument in? I think we'll take the slander out, <laughs> as I always have to do. You had to be there. Uh, so we've got features coming up this show. We've got the return of Craig the Rage. Excellent. Where has he been? He's been around about. Maybe he'll tell us in the poem today, which is called Princess Peach. Looking forward to it. Uh, We've also got an amazing listener contribution. Okay. Um, And we've got a couple of others as well, which we might get around to playing. Who knows? Maybe Maybe we'll save them. Who knows? This is our last show for a while, isn't it? We've got two weeks holidays. So um, you better make the most of this. Me? Well, both of us, all (laughs) of us, and our dozens of listeners as well. Uh, Anne, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. It's 7.04 on Monday the 9th of August, I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. 
Nintendo is developing a successor to the Wii, but it won't be talking about it anytime soon. Speaking to investors, President Satoru Iwata said the company is keeping any plans under wrap to stop other companies copying, and so it's a surprise when it's released. As Iwata put it, will, will you be surprised by our completed product if we told you how it is surprising three years in advance? No, we absolutely wouldn't, so shut up. It's <laughs> a bit aggressive. Did he, that's, that's a quote, is it? Yeah. All of it is a quote. Well, no, the bit where it says, as Iwata put it. Okay. Mm. So we should probably speculate. Let's speculate. Well, I've been thinking about this. Okay. Um, Video games started off, and uh, they had... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Back in the day... Did someone ask you to write an essay about video games? (laughs) History of video games by Simon Byron. Video games started off. Well, I was thinking about this because I've been (laughs) really starting to worry about one laugh left. And um, and then I thought, thought, you know what would be funny? Because, you know, video games started off with sight... Right, the ZX8 one was just sight, and then there was sound. That's true. And then there was touch, and then there Wait, was there was no si- sound on the ZX8. No, no, but sound in subsequent computers. But so there was sound on that as well. On what? On well, on, on Pong, for example, it went bleep. You know, but the first video games didn't have any sound. Then they had sound. Then they had um, depth and touch. Which order? Touch, touch, then, then depth. depth. So what's ne- what's left? Smell. Smell and taste. Oh, <laughs> that's well, they're related, aren't they? It's all the same sort of. Yeah. So that bits of exclusively you. is what the new Nintendo um, hardware is going is, is to come with. According I put it to Simon. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at it. It's, it's logical, isn't it? I mean, it's logical. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, it will definitely happen. Maybe it sounds a bit disgusting. Uh, what yeah, do you, you think thought about three D? <laughs> that definitely was disgusting. Uh, what you thought that about Mark Rain's Flesh Engine? That really was disgusting. So, so do you have any ideas what it might be? Um, have you heard... Have you, wait. Have any of your sources told you anything about what it might be? Um, none of my sources have said anything yet, but... Have you asked them? No. <laughs> do you know what? When we hang out, we don't really talk about that. <laughs> the sources? Yeah, my sources. What do you talk about? Just like um, how they are, what they've been doing. And, and mostly they don't... They don't want to talk about work. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to have to get a news editor on this show to oh do some more do some more teaching. So, what so you you're about to go but something. But I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be good. Oh, okay. they're, they're probably working on something good, right? Would have thought so. But but he said 3 years, did he? Um, he did say 3 years. Mm. So, what's 3 years plus now? Um, 2013? 2013. So, exclusive news. We too to launch... 2013. Thanks, Anne. Activision has denied telling developer Triarch to lose the chick. This follows a report on Gama Sutra which alleged that Activision had told the studio to stop work on Black Lotus because it had a female lead and female leads weren't selling at the time. Activision has since said that it does not have a policy of telling its studios what game content they can develop. Unfortunately for One Life Left, lose the chick is a phrase we hear all too often. Oh, that's not true. It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> Get more chicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but it's uh, difficult to get more chicks, isn't it? Because video games are not traditionally well, yeah, a very... Look at us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Half a girl between us. Exactly. Um, that's not true, though, is it? Surely Activision do tell their developers what they, what they can work on. Well, they said they didn't. But that's not true. But they said that they but that didn't. It's their jobs to tell them yeah. what to do. They don't just developers don't just rock up one day and yeah. go, "Hey, guys, we've been working on this game. It's you know, Sim One Life Left. We think it's going to be a good follow up to Modern Warfare, although it would be." You used to have Anne Scanterbury as a lead character. <laughs> Not, anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Chicks are out. What was the last female fronted video game then? Um, what do you mean the last successful? Yeah. one? Yeah. Wet. Was that successful? No. Maybe. <laughs> I know about it. Right. Yeah, yeah uh, they do... Because it's been in the news. Yeah. Yeah, they do seem to have gone out of fashion, don't they? I can't think of... I, I really can't think of anything. Oh, Mirror's Edge. I mean, it wasn't successful, but that was the last big big one, right. maybe. Yeah. yeah. There we go, then. 
Peter Molyneux has asked people to hold judgment on Kinect. The Lionhead boss has implored gamers not to form opinions based on the launch titles, <clears throat> but to hold fire until the next step. Speaking to Joystick, he explained, When we transitioned from the PC to the console with Fable, it took us five years, and that's just going from a mouse to a controller. This is like going from a controller to nothing. For us, to get that right immersive experience, it's just going to take a little bit of time. One Life Left totally agrees. Please never judge us on what we're doing right now either. That's just like going from a controller to nothing. Oh, exactly. How difficult must that be? I can't. I'm still trying to pass the <laughs> sentence. Uh, what a ridiculous thing to say. So those of you that are thinking of buying it, don't judge it on what on what, what, what on the games that you can that you'll be able to buy at launch. Judge it by what you'll theoretically be able to play <laughs> in the future. Oh. That sounds amazing, thinking about it. The theory, God, theory it's going to be thing. really good, isn't it, Connect, when they do all that stuff? That they could do. That they could do. It's... I don't know. I, I feel sorry for Peter because everything he says gets jumped over because he's one of the few names. When we were trying to... Later in the show, we're going to be doing our knock-knock jokes. Aha! And when I was trying to think, you know, of a knock-knock joke, I was thinking, well, who are the video game, people in video games you can talk about, like, implausibly, like someone might know? And there's very, very few. So as soon as Peter says anything, it's always reported or misreported or whatever and you know people are always asking him to say things so it's not surprising that eventually he says something that that basically could be misinterpreted he's been doing this long enough though hasn't he yeah but he's right in what he says here he's right that games will get better than the launch it's very rare that on a system that the, the first title out is the best title it's the best one ever <laughs> everyone stops the n64 and super mario 64 is the only one i can think of yeah, absolutely. But when you're asking people to invest £130 and say, well, don't, you know, d don't judge it on the stuff that you're, that you're going to be able to play with your £130 mm. accessory, it, it just seems, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's an unfortunate quote. Very unfortunate. What are we supposed to judge it on, then? Um, just, just judge from your heart, not your head. <laughs> Following the pretty unpleasant sacking of Vince Zampella and Jason West, Activision has said it's had around 5,000 job applications to work at Call of Duty developers Infinity Ward and Sledgehammer. Apparently, the prospective applicants weren't put off by the name-calling and suing. As well as the court case between Zampella, West and Activision, we can also look forward to the Infinity Ward employee group versus Activision lawsuit in 2011. This is exactly what you're after in a prospective employer, isn't it? Um, no. It's not. Oh, was that sarcasm? That was sarcasm. Okay, sorry. Don't judge. We shouldn't judge them on the number of people that are going for a job, especially when they've got the best-selling video game of exactly. recent times, and everybody, every teenage boy wants to um, be, wants to be them. Wants to work for Modern Warfare because presumably all you get to do if you're making that game is play it all day, every day. So. What? When did they start um, revealing job applicants as some sort of high score competition? <laughs> it's uh, it's on VG charts. <laughs> exactly. Why did that happen? They've got a big uh, big big list of um, of what's going on. And you're stealing Simon's laptop. Um. Yeah, mine is just broken. So I just need to uh, log on here so I can find the rest. Of Don't go in that directory. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Whilst. Um, Whilst you do that, uh, did, did you apply for the job, Steve? I didn't apply for the job. What, no. is, what, was there one one job or lots of jobs? I think there was lots of jobs. It was, uh, Were there 5,000 jobs? No, they employed 60 people, apparently. Right. Um, off the back of all of those. Right. And um, and and what what sort of roles were they asking? Um, varying from cleaners to, <laughs> you know... Legal to head of the company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, um, was it, did, did, did anybody prompt them to uh, to reveal the number of people that had applied, or did they just blurt it out? No, I think they were just uh, showing off. They were like, look, well, these people obviously hated us, but, you know, we can't be all bad because we've still had... Um... Because we're offering people money. In yeah. what form were they showing off? Was this a press release? Was this one of them just <laughs> fronting? <laughs> what, just walking down the street going, yeah, hey... Yeah. Um, I assume it was a press release. <laughs> I'm going to assume that. Yeah, they've uh, they hit some sort of milestone. Five thousand people are in. S stick a press release out about it. Yeah. And finally, being a sex pest on World of Warcraft just got a bit harder. Following complaints, Blizzard has clarified its in-game harassment policy and warned anyone breaking it that public chat channels and unsolicited in-game messages are being monitored. It will particularly be watching a place called Goldshire Inn on Moon Garden. It won't be policing consensual private messages and party chat, though. So if you're going to be totally disgusting, do it there, or maybe try not to do it at all. Party chat? <laughs> Party chat. Oh, wait. No, double World of Warcraft chat. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. Party chat. Um, what was that place that you mentioned? 
gold sheer in on and what goes on there is that a sexy place yeah apparently and and, and you're allowed to be sexy in there well no i think it's just a place where a lot of people are sexy i don't think you're specifically allowed to be sexy well, anywhere you're not you're playing world of warcraft <laughs> Maybe we could send someone in there to investigate be sexy. where the sexiness Bullshit. is going on. Like one of those cameras hidden in their suitcase. Yeah, and Donald McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you think you could do that? I remember when I found a wife in Second Life. Did you actually find one? Well, no, I, I got terrified and ran away. But you're braver than me. Also, you're a girl, it'll be fine. I think it might not be fine. You could be a sexy orc. And so, in the game. <laughs> so what? Um, uh, what prompted this? Has there, has there been yeah, too been much more, sexiness? There've been complaints that that it was just getting too sexy in there, <laughs> in front of kids. I see. Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury. <laughs> You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. And this is Everything About You is a Grand Finale by Pompeii. It's very chilled. It is chilled, uh, like we were the last weekend. I hope some of you listening to this got a chance to see us at One Life Left's uh, tent at the Big Chill. I hope none of you are the man that had the hair that was flinging it around... Yeah, but um, um, he was being quite aggressive yeah. to our sound engineer. Yeah, very aggressive until he massaged his head. Really? So, did you not see that? That doesn't sound very chill. No, it wasn't chill. Still, we had an excellent time. Yeah, thank you so much for having us, the big chill. Yeah, yeah we should also thank you uh, to Save Pulse for playing our tent that night. Yeah, he thanks. was good. He was, he was very, very, good. very good. He and we will crowd. have more information about the next One Life Left events very, very soon. Mm. So but I got in the in the meantime we've been working on something haven't we? We have yeah um uh, just to um break with tradition and read a letter out out of letters uh, there's one from Cat Stevens. Hi, Team OOL. Yeah, I know it's OLL, but when that guy wrote OOL the other week, it made me giggle a bit. Maybe we could start a thing. Anyway, I've spent the last couple of hours trying to write some video game-based jokes for you to steal for one oh, last left. Thank you. Thank you. And I've come to the conclusion that you're... And then there's a swear. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Sorry, you can't say the swear on air, can you? Is... And there's something else which I'm not sure is allowed. Um, Cat <laughs> asks whether this is allowed. I'm not sure. Um, I've come to the conclusion, and then Cat joins these two swears together. Um, says, uh, I'm definitely coming, though, as I reckon it'd be pretty entertaining to watch you all die on stage. <laughs> it is going to be funny, isn't <laughs> Can it? Can I have your stuff if you actually properly die? Good luck, Cat. Yes, thanks, Cat. Thanks, Cat. We might die. Mm. So um, our project for last week uh, was to write some <laughs> knock-knock jokes and tell them to people. Oh. Mm. So I, I uh, 
as everyone I assume does these days, started logically by looking up what a <laughs> knock-knock joke was. Very good. On Wikipedia, Excellent. of course. Uh, the knock-knock joke is a type of joke. Right, okay, that's a, that's a good, start. good start. It's probably the best-known format of the pun, mm. and is a time-honoured call-and-answer exercise. It is a role-play exercise with a punster and a recipient of wit. <laughs> Brilliant. So, so this wi- is a two-person thing, and that means if the joke doesn't go well, it might not be your fault. It could be the problem with the recipient of wit. We're not going to have people. We're not going to have fans there or or an audience. Just wit recipients. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Standard format has five lines. Yeah. Punster, knock knock. <laughs> recipient, punster. who's there? Yeah. The punster, a response, sometimes involving a name. Right. The recipient, a repetition of the response followed by who. Oh. Right. And the punster, the punchline, which typically involves a punish misusage of the word set up during the response. And then does it say that there's a sixth stage, which is laughter all round? It doesn't mention that, which is thankful. It is thankful, yeah. Yeah, so that wasn't very helpful. Okay, but we we understand the form of one of these things. We get the structure. We get the structure. We've all been there. And I would like to say to our listeners before, don't expect great things from this segment. This is where we begin. We're learning, yeah. Yeah, we're learning. It's kind of like the first bit in the film where, the, you know, the first first act where the person, you know, they're trying really hard. You think they're never going to make it. They're exactly. never going to be champion of the world. Fast forward to October when, when we're taking a bow triumphantly and you're throwing flowers at us. Yeah. yeah. Is that what people do? Yeah. You know, right now we're only trainee punsters. And you're trainee, trainee recipients of wit. <laughs> so this is between us and you. We've all got to get good at this. Okay. Who's going to go first then? Um, Steve, you go first. <laughs> Shall I go first? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so we're playing, not, the, we're playing the recipient. Okay, and the I'm recipient. playing the punster. Okay, go. knock knock. Who's, Who's there? Charles Cecil's been working on Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you write that one as well? Charles Cecil's been working, working on, on Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, recipients. Come That's on. very good. I tried to receive some wits. Shall I tell you how good that joke is? <laughs> <laughs> Shall I tell you how good that joke so, is? Tell me. Uh, well, mine was, knock it's knock. Still is. Who's, who's, who's there? there? Doctor. Doctor, Doctor who? who? Doctor Who: The Adventure Games. <laughs> right. Okay. Anne. Um. Right. Just as a warning, this as is war- this is less. <laughs> it's never a good sign when we're, a joke begins with recipients of warnings. This is less a knock knock joke, more a knock knock trash talk. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, knock knock. Who's there? The Eurogamer podcast. <laughs> Eurogamer <laughs> podcast too. Exactly. Oh, oh, very that's good. Standard form. Because yeah. like, when I was trying to write this, I was thinking there are several standard forms, like including the that doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, no one cares about yeah. that. And so one of the ones I got written down was knock knock. <laughs> Who's, Who's there? there? Yoshiaki Koizumi. Yoshiaki Kawazumi who? Oh, I see. You're another one of those people who thinks Miyamoto <laughs> does everything. He was the lead designer oh. on uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Very good. That is good. And you wrote it on the back of a train ticket. Yeah, I did. My, my final one um, was knock knock. Who's there? Who's there? Doctor. Doctor who? No, Doctor Mario, you idiots. <laughs> oh. that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. That sort of works. Yeah. Patronise me. Um, I thought I thought there was a way of somehow getting knock knock. Who's there, Mario? Mario, who? It's a me, a Mario. Right, that's what. I, I, so Jamie, our guest from last week, sent uh, privately to me and Anne. Not to me. <laughs> yeah. no, for some reason, um, his jokes, and one of them was that. Well, one of them was exactly that. And the other one was um, knock knock. Who's there? Peter Mullin. Peter Mullin. <laughs> Who? Oh, <laughs> I don't. It, 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 those those annoyed me yeah. because they were better than the ones mm. that <clears throat> we've done. Because I'd have written those. I, I was about to write them. <laughs> I had my pen. I had my quill. <laughs> <laughs> just just licked, oh. licked the end. Dokes, it's got ink on it. Well, oh. you know, and, uh, there we go. So, so is, is there a different form of joke we need to come up with for two weeks? I time? think there is. Anne. Um, how did the chicken cross the road? That's how is about a chicken. Oh no! Wait, no, not that. How, uh, how many light bulbs? Light bulb jokes. How many light bulb jokes? Light bulb jokes. Okay, we all, we all understand the format of that. Yeah. Okay, good. And if you've got any jokes, I'd, well, I was going to say send them in, but they, they'll just annoy us. Mm. But definitely still send them. Do in. send them in.
Anyone want to hear me having a go at CEX again? Well, tough, I'm going to anyway. I noticed recently they've started offering the option to trade in and not get cash or credit for your games. What are they offering instead, I don't hear you ask. Well, what they are offering is that you trade in your games and they donate to charity. They've got the slightly irritatingly named Back Our Boys campaign for helping support our soldiers that have found themselves stuck in an unwinnable and vague war, and also more straightforward things such as helping the flood victims in Pakistan. Now this sounds all very well and good and all that, but firstly I'm sure it's a way of conditioning people to give their stuff away for free, and secondly I'm not sure what good these games are going to do. Imagine the scene. I'm sure you've seen the upsetting images on the news of the Pakistan floods, people clinging on to whatever they can in a torrent of dirty sewage infested water, when some metal t-shirt wearing individual drops dangling from a helicopter offering them a copy of FIFA 07. I mean, what good is that going to do them? Will the Taliban be defeated by the crushing disappointment that is Sonic 360? I'm Derek Williams and I'm sorry if this free market economy doesn't seem very charitable. Just had a letter from uh, Joel Atkinson. Okay. Is he is he listening live? Knock knock. Who's, Who's there? there? Will Wright. Will, Will Wright, Wright who? who? Will write a better joke for the night, I promise. Oh, that's very, very, that's very good. Very good. Uh, thanks, Joel. If you have any letters for us, please email team at onelifeleft.com. Uh, if you want to join the live OLL chat, which I assume is going on right now, oh, it yeah. is going on right now, you can do so by uh, www.tinyurl.com slash OLL chat. Brilliant. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook, and but mostly write to us because now it's the letters section. And um, this one is entitled "Things That Exist in Real Life That I Previously Thought Only Existed in Games I Have Thought About Recently, Including Opinions." Hi, team. Um, on the end of the grotty council estate block I grew up on, there were four concrete pipes, three concrete-filled vertical pipes of varying heights, one horizontal pipe laid on the floor through which it was possible to crawl, and a bench, the latter signifying that said pipes were intended to be a playground um, of sorts. As a preteen, I fantasised about painting these green and jumping on them, crawling through them, and having all manner of marioid adventures. The reality was that these were an ill-thought-out design feature from a bygone era, um, of, <clears throat> excuse me, a fall from one of those pipes would definitely have caused broken limbs or death and the horizontal pipe was usually filled with litter and feces and as an adult I realised how depressing this must have seemed to adults at the time uh, the pipes were removed by the council several years ago but uh, a near- nearby one is visible in the opening to Rick Mail's Kevin Turvey special Man Behind the Green Door from 1983 yours Mark Oh, thanks, Mark. Thanks, thanks Mark. Mark. Uh, Jake, what do you call it? Adds to that. He says, "I thought angels were only in games, and then I saw Anne." Oh, that's nice, that isn't is it? Nice. Jake's turned around. He has yeah. turned around. He has. He's become a good kid. We've won him over. Um, so here's someone we've not won over: the 3DS letter, uh, Matt Bailey, who's also known on the internet as Matt B90. Says, uh, dear One Life F team and super special guests. Uh, last week, a listener wrote in to say he was disappointed with your 3DS coverage. Mm. It's, not, it's, 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 it's good that people think that it's... Co- I don't think we've ever had coverage before. And I have to agree with, uh, with uh, this person that you were a bit too dismissive of a potentially very important console for next year, whether or not the 3D concept is a gimmick. I was also disappointed with how easily you dismissed his letter. You normally do such a great job in producing an entertaining and occasionally informative show each week. And as Europe's premier video games radio show, I think you have a duty to be a bit less dismissive of things like the 3DS without properly playing them. And then of your listeners' criticism. If only so no one has to follow up my letter with another letter, so you will have had a letter about a letter about a letter about the 3DS, which would be confusing. Thanks, Matt Bailey. I, I think I think that's fair. I think that I was a little bit grumpy, but I was playing Devil's Advocate to your pure enthusiasm. Well, I think the first time we talked about it, you dismissed it, and then I we talked we when we gave it some mm. coverage, coverage, proper coverage. Um, and also, Matt says you know that you, we should. Um, we shouldn't be so dismissive of things like the 3DS. That's the point. There's no such thing as a 3DS. Is that it's unique? 
But I'm, I am quite excited about it I'm in the same excited. way as I always am it's about new hardware. And I think that games where you're going into a, into the screen will be a hit. That's my. It makes uh, it easier to go around, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you can go around. Well, no, it makes it makes it easier to go into. 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 Mm. Uh, so yes, yeah, sorry about that. Sorry for being grumpy. Okay, this is from Joe Coldwell. Hi team. I recently had to spend more time than I would have liked lying in a Chinese hospital bed, recovering from a particularly na- nasty bout of kidney stones. That's some, funny. some time, like we'd all like to do that for a little just, just a little time. bit. Yeah. Fortunately, I downloaded the newest episode of One Life Left moments before I was admitted to the fairly grubby ward. It was his last act. And thus had the dubious pleasure of listening to Anne's news while having painkillers injected in my buttocks. Oh, That's how everybody worse. should listen to Anne's which news. Which is worse. While what seemed like the entire female staff of the hospital stood around and giggled. At my news. Presumably. You're a very funny person. Yeah. Uh, fairly certain this is a first for OLL. I wanted to explain some of the jokes, but I don't think the doctor had heard the Fury game, sadly. <laughs> I'm not convinced he'd heard of modern healthcare either, but that's another story. Thanks for the unique experience, Josie. Oh. Thank you, Josie, for sharing your yes. buttocks. We should mention uh, David Standard, who sent. He's just seemed to have correspondence with himself <laughs> where he got everything wrong well first of all he said that I was getting better then congratulated me for chai <laughs> then did some other stuff um, yeah, it's too long to read but um, it really did entertain us thank you very much David is that it for the uh, didn't we have a listener contribution which I'm going to play now oh okay I wasn't sure you had it um, Sorry, uh, let's hope it's this one Xbox Live Romance hey O-L-L firstly love the show um, he then says some nice things. Uh, then, secondly, love the music you play as well! Exclamation mark. Um, and I thought I might be arrogant enough to submit for your consideration a video game related track I have made myself. It's called An Xbox Live Romance and is a romantic tale of a love affair over the Xbox Live network. Um, and this is interesting. Um, so we're going to play in a second. He then goes on to say, We are called Flat29 and we run a fortnightly comedy podcast called Flat29's Big Book of Everything. Interesting. For each episode we take a topic and as well as talking about it we make a brand new song about the theme. This particular song was taken from our episode on video games. I hope you like it. Um, he says, sends the MP3. Dan, can you, if, you, if you're funny, please right, help, us. <laughs> help us. Please. Help us. spoke to me back on call of duty three you top the leaderboard of everything that i adored your skills surpassed the rest accepted my friend request now every day i talk to you while playing modern warfare to you might live on the other side of the world to me but when you spoke to me always felt so close to me Thousands of miles across the land and sea It didn't seem so far Staring at your avatar like a fable too I can see your halo through the nights while you are in my head cause without you I'm left for dead, tears of your heart move with mine, I burn out when you're not online, dead or alive I'll stay true and won't fall out of love with you I do anything to make you mine, wish we could talk all night, I kiss you through my headset mind, cause girl you my fantasy star online You make my heart explode Let's live our lives in co-op mode That 
is good. an Xbox Live romance by Flat29. That's brilliant. That's that, a, that was intimidating. Listener contribution. And if you have <laughs> Better any... Better than us. If you have, <laughs> Yep. Uh, if you have any, uh, please email them in to team at one life uh, We really, really need. Oh, we we also need letters theme for next week or three weeks. Three weeks. You've got three. Yeah, you've got three, three weeks. weeks. You've got three weeks so, left. So, um, gaming injuries. Yeah. Have we done that before? Yes. Mm, have have we? we? I'm almost certain. We, we did have. gaming crimes. Oh, maybe that was gaming it. crimes. No, let's do gaming injuries. We've done gaming. We could do gaming punishments. Ooh. Like what? Don't know. I'm, I don't have to write them. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a wit recipient. <laughs> no, you're not a wit giver either, are you? Uh, Punster. <laughs> you write it slightly rhymes with that, yeah. Every week. Every yes. week. <laughs> what, what am I going to do? <laughs> okay, here's someone with uh, new material. This is Craig the Rage. Mario lifts a cereal bowl to his mouth, noisily slurping down the remnants of brown milk left by his morning bowl of Kellogg's Crave. Across the breakfast table, Princess Peach winces, watching the droplets of milk hanging on his unkempt moustache, quivering and then dropping as he returns to his copy of Jeremy Clarkson's new book, entitled, Well That's Just Typical, Why Speed Cameras Are the Real Racists. When did the dashing, scarlet-clad hero, bushy of moustache and firm of plunger, move out? And when did this boorish, fatuously self-regarding oaf move in? Fine deeds and romantic words, trading in for bitterness, anger, and empty braggadocio. Adventure and daring do for a diet of rustlers burgers, pepper army, and DVD box sets. The DVD box set, thinks Peach, the saddest cultural artifact of our time. Almost exactly the same size and shape as the house brick which, administered to the back of the head, would be a far quicker and cheaper way of anaesthetising ourselves to the grim reality of wakefulness rather than ploughing through day after slack-jawed day of house or the mentalist. And her Mario, its greatest proponent, ploughing through box sets in the darkness of his Mario room, a shrine to his glorious past, and a graveyard for the ambition and hope of his youth. Peach quietly slips on her coat and glides out the front door, still as nimble and graceful as the girl rescued from Bowser's castle all those years ago. Three hours later, she sits hugging herself, trembling, on the edge of a single bed with coarse sheets, in an out-of-town premier travel inn. In the bathroom, the sound of jets of water deflecting off a massive body onto ceramic and glass. The familiar Bowser baritone, growling out the opening verse of Shaggy's Mr. Boombastic. Peach hugs herself tighter, and opens a packet of complimentary custard creams.
you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. That's Rolling Down the Street in My Katamari by Fear of Dark. It's good. It's from 8-Bit Collective. That's where we get where we get uh, almost all of our music from uh, because it's excellent. Or you can send it in. You can send it in uh, just like Flat29 did. And also you can send in jokes and help with One Laugh Left, which we were just discussing. We, we had a meeting with, about it. We did, uh, which is why that song was on for quite Sorry. Um, quite a bit longer than usual. And we've decided not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and worryingly, that's the best joke you've made today. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're definitely doing it. Yeah. We've got uh, lots to do between then and, and now, haven't we? We do. We uh, Us two. Me and you. T- you. Yeah. He says, Steve pointing at Simon. Kick. Still not realising that that doesn't work on radio. Are going on... Um, We're going on holidays. Going on... More holidays. On a oh, video game industry guys. adventure. We're going to Germany going uh, to next Gamescom. week. Gamescom. Is it Club 30... Uh, 1830s? <laughs> Club 30 Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> Sometimes you would think it was that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, with the amount of men there are uh, sort of barrelling around Cologne city centre. I didn't... So this is the second year it's being held in Cologne, isn't it? Um, I went to Leipzig a couple of times when it was there. I did not enjoy Leipzig. Very right-wing, wasn't it? I I thought that was refreshing. (laughs) (laughs) Refreshingly real. (laughs) No, it was horrible. I Um, found it completely bleak. I, I quite liked how the whole city was taken over by gamescom which is something which is um which is absent from from other city well actually maybe nottingham. not nottingham no um they that's that's all integrated and stuff but um the, just everywhere you went in the city there was stuff going on we went to uh, that reception of where the prague philharmonic orchestra right played right. the video game music and that was uh, that was great. But I, yeah. found, I found Leipzig was essentially about beer and meat, and as a vodka drinking vegetarian, <laughs> it was it was not a hit for us. But um, uh, Cologne's much nicer, is it? I Cologne believe. is a beautiful city, like really, really, really nice. Really vegetarian and, and really still about beer and meat, right. but it's a nicer city, so I sort of enjoyed it more. Um, Die Totenhosen were playing last year. <laughs> which was a, What's that? It's a it's a German band. They were big in the. Well, I assume they may still be big now. They're sort of like the U2 of Germany, really? I think. Uh, but it's a bit you, of a cliche. You when you try and Germany. name a German band, you go, oh, De Totenhosen. David Hasselhoff. They're playing, and uh, it's very strange. Rammstein, are they German? Uh, they are. There you go. Sorry, Tino Triots. Let's not do That's four. This. Let's not do this. Um, but yeah, should that be good. That one who won the Eurovision Song Contest, she's German. Um, oh, Yeah. David Hasselhoff. Yeah. He's not German, but he's, <laughs> he's big in Germany. German. Shampoo. Oh, no, that's Japan. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> American man who's big in... Yeah. Uh, it's going to be good, I think. I'm looking forward to it. Flying out the Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday's the trade-only day. I'm on, I'm, I'm on a stand with Lewis Castle. Are you? I am, yeah. Oh. For three days. I'm, I'm going out on Tuesday, coming back on Thursday. Right. So maybe we could well, let's hang, out. Up. What are you, hang what, out. What are you looking forward to seeing? I, I, I noticed that... Microsoft um, said that they were going to do a presser, right, which is what yes, the journalists call a press conferences. Well, I don't. I don't like it. Sounds uh, like uh, some kind of exercise. It does, a it? presser. Yeah, maybe that's what they'll do. I um, saw um, twenty presses. I saw last year Gamescom was the first game um, event where I've seen something that's genuinely excited me for a while, which was Scribblenauts. I saw oh. it for the first time on the floor, uh, and that was brilliant because I went up there with my boss and. It was like you can write any word. It's quite revealing what the first word you... Because I put in cat. Nice. Yeah, there's a cat in there. Yeah. He put in tea. Brilliant. There's a tea, tea in there. And then it was a bit like, what I've, I've, I've Volcano. <laughs> there's a volcano in there. <laughs> I've, I was always astonished by the number of people that didn't think to write ladder. Yeah. Because I, I, I'd watch people play it, and then they go, I don't know what to... You know, like, think of anything. Like, I don't, can't think of anything. So, so just... Scribblenauts 2 was at E3, I think. Super Scribblenauts. So, hopefully that'll be there, and I'll get a chance to have a go on that. Other than that, I'm looking for... I'm mostly there for work, so I'll be going around talking to publishers about new games and things like that, so... Going around, though. So. Going around, which is, which is good. And have you ever wanted to go to one of these big trade shows? Um, not really. I don't have anything to trade. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you should think about getting something. Might be a step forward. For I tell you what, we should also do actually because um, well, we've got a few more things to to do. A few projects, one of which I've just been reminded about. Outside, a man told me outside. Oh, must do this. Okay, we talked about it the weekend. Um, oh, I think I remember. Yeah, uh, but we should get you to E three. 
Yeah. Because it's all about sponsorship, right? See if you can get a company to pay for and then we'll pimp and then we'll give them coverage. Gonna give them, we'll give them coverage. Some coverage. Top coverage. News story Exchange coverage. Maybe we could five maybe weeks. we could sell a review score. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. This is Wika Wikiwawa, and I'm taking you on a guided tour of the Wikipedia Video Games Wiki project. I thought I'd better take a quick look at the portal thingy, the one that was supposed to maintain. Turns out this is like a web portal to aid navigation through Wikipedia. Note to self, insert joke about not being able to teleport articles to wall or ceiling. In practice, the video game's portal ends up looking much like the video game's wiki project, with links to featured articles and what have you. So, yes, anticlimax. Let's not dwell on it any further. On with the project tour. The first department is the talk page. I don't often visit here, firstly because I'm antisocial, Secondly, because it makes for rather dry reading. Project members are reasonable folks and consensus is quickly reached. Rarely we have drama on the level of the deletion discussions. A recent argument about the quality of the Kratos, God of War, article is the most heated I've seen it in a while. As editor Guy Black interjected, while project talk pages like this are meant to aid editing in all its forms, constant back and forth opinions accomplish little. In the long run, they can become detrimental. Please find an amicable solution that works in the spirit of collaboration. And everyone's friends again. Kratos would be shamed. Over the years, other discussion topics have included Moby Games paid Wikipedia Angry Video Game Nerd Spam Stuff for my homework, everyone please help out and Move Warring, Donkey Kong Game Boy vs Donkey Kong Handheld Game A representative cross-section that I think demonstrates how vital this project is. I'm Duncan Timoney Discuss. Ah, wiki wiki wow wow with that good Timothy. Well done. Well done. <laughs> we didn't think of that. It's it funny too, isn't it? Reviews. Uh, who should we start with? Eeny, meeny, miny, Anne. Okay, um, so I was going to review Privates this week because obviously it was launched and it's very exciting because we've uh, all been following them on Twitter and seeing and, how it's and going. And we're friends with them. And, and yeah, also we're friends with them. We are friends And it's with good them. to, you know, try your we friends' We used to have a joke out. about Dan Marshall, didn't we? Did we? We did, didn't we? We'd, we'd go around into pubs and just ask, if, who, where's Dan Marshall? <laughs> Um, it's funny. Are you, are you coming to the private uh, rap I, I party? I can't, unfortunately. Oh, no, I can't. I'm going. Well, make sure, but to I might go make sure you find later. Dan Marshall. You know, yeah. he, no, he said he'd come on the show. He said he didn't want to talk about privates, though, because he worried to say something stupid. I was like, that's what we're <laughs> doing for an hour. That's our Hello. purpose. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I was going to review that, um, and so I downloaded it, and then it kept saying, error, error, error. So I didn't play it. Um, instead, I played uh, an Xbox Live indie game, which is basically the opposite, called So Many Girls, So Little Time. And uh, you have to try and date, like, 16 girls at one time and make sure they don't meet each other, and they keep calling you and saying, Hey, do you want a date now? It's 2.30 on Thursday. And then you have to try to remember whether you've already got a date with someone this else at that time. excellent. Right, but it's not very realistic because if I was, in fact, cheating on 16 girls at the same time, I would have a diary, and you don't have a diary in the game, which seems a bit... Okay. Can't you buy a real diary and have notes? I should have done that, you shouldn't should, I? Yeah. I should have done that. Do you have a diary? I do have a diary. Can we see it? It's not here. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, I, I don't quite understand what you do in the game. You just choose meeting times. No, it? so girls just flash up on your screen and go, Hey, do you want a date? And you have to keep their mood levels up. Right. Um, and it's a lot like real life. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, Apart from the, hey, do you want a date? <laughs> and, and if one of them, if one of their mood levels, like, like empties out, all of them leave you. All really? of them? All of them. But is, is, is there any logic behind their, what their mood level does? Uh, yeah, like if you leave a, a date with one girl to go to a date with another girl, the girl that you've left, her mood drops. Oh, OK. Um, and if you make her pay for the date, her mood drops. And if you ask her to talk about drinking and she doesn't like drinking, her mood drops. Maybe you want it but to drop. Yes, but you've got no idea of knowing this in advance. Uh, no. That's scarily accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did find one girl who said, I absolutely love drinking. <laughs> so that was good. <laughs> did you get a number? Uh, no, because I, another girl's mood level dropped, so I lost all of them. Uh, so? So what Seven number did you 10? give her? Yeah. 
Um, I've been playing Flack Boy too. I've become a casual gamer. Oh. Really? Yeah, it's just something on the internet where you kill a blue thing. You kill, kill a blue, blue man. Thing. Okay. Yeah, you have to do a certain um, a certain amount of damage to him, and you get some points to buy, essentially instruments of torture. Right. Okay. And then you you spook him with a duck, and he goes walking off, and then sets off these traps, and gets shot in the face, and burned, and stabbed, and and stuff. I think it's a Peggy three. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's, it uses um, it's it's a it's a physics game. It's a havoc type physics game. Um, so he just bounces all around, and, and so the idea is you build up a chain reaction of abusive stuff to do to this little man it's, it's quite funny and he's a blue yeah. man so, so when you're on so when you're at work and you're on the like you're in a boring conference call or something like that you just you just kill little blue men huh I, honestly I, 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 I was quite surprised by it I found it um, just really, really so what, what format's this on this it's on the internet it's not on Facebook though or no like it's, um, separate, no okay. you just go to uh, flatboy2.com I think okay, like that. okay. yeah it's good um, yeah I, I don't know what I don't know what I'm turning into I did try and play the curfew, but I ran out of time. Actually, you can't play the curfew, which is Kieran Gillen's game. Mm. You can't play that when you're on the phone. I did work that out, so I went back to Killing Blue Man. Now, if only you could kill Kieran Gillen. Now, that would be something. That be funny. You could talk to him. Uh, um, so, yes, yeah, it's good. Uh, check it out. 7 out of 10. So, I've been, I've been playing Chime for, <laughs> for reasons I can't talk about. Uh, what, you wanted so to be reminded instead, about how good you are? Uh, I had to stop playing because of that. Okay. Now I'm back on, back on the wagon. Right. Um, so n- instead, I've been playing, uh, I think it's called Nathan Tethers Puzzle Agent. Now, did I talk about this on the show before? If you did, we weren't listening. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you so could have no idea. Pretty <laughs> so sure that's fine. Well, I'll review it again and let's hope the scores match because <laughs> otherwise this could get embarrassing. Um... I uh, downloaded it from Steam. I love Steam yeah. on PC. I think it's really, really good. And I've been playing it, and it's a, it's a puzzle game where you have to solve little puzzles, it, it, as you do in some puzzle games. It's a lot like Professor Layton. Okay. So it's all kinds of different puzzles, you know. There's no one type in there. It's not just like a Tetris game. Is there a small boy in it whose relationship is... Seems questionable. No, you're a you're a, a, a from I think the Department of Puzzles or something okay. at, at the CIA, <laughs> and you have to investigate like crimes, some of which are quite sinister. Uh, but it's all in this cartoon jokey fashion. Right. Uh, it's it's very strangely pitched. It's kind of got that Sam and Max. This is for adults, but it's drawn in a kids style thing going on. Basically enjoyed it. It was a bit short. I thought it was quite funny. I thought it the, there wasn't enough variety in the puzzles but it was enjoyable enough it was exactly the right length for me I think I did it in a couple of hours or three hours or that's because you're very good at games though no it's, it, I'm definitely getting worse and worse Ooh. at games but it's it's you know I certainly have less time to spend on them uh, and yeah so I enjoyed it I would give it 7 out of 10 you'll like it if you like that sort of thing <laughs> that's the sort of thing you like Good. No, Good. no Talia this week. No, I noticed that. What's what's up with her? It turns out she's gone camping as well. Oh, really? Yeah. She's gone to the big chill. No, no, she's more of a Reading type of girl, I think. Really? So she'll, okay. she'll be back. She'll be back in a few weeks when we will. Okay, uh, time for one last feature. This is Matthew Kumar. 63 hours, 14 minutes and 22 seconds. Since July 16th, I've played Dragon Quest IX for 63 hours, 14 minutes and 22 seconds. With that time, I've managed to create a level 49 martial artist, a level 45 ranger slash thief, a level 37 gladiator slash warrior, and a level 35 sage slash mage. That's 63 hours, 14 minutes and 22 seconds. With that time, I've won 1,053 battles, performed alchemy 176 times, I've gained 36 accolades through completing 36 quests, I've been down 21 grows, and I've managed to canvas absolutely no guests. That's 63 hours, 14 minutes and 22 seconds. With that time, I managed to defeat 73% of all the monsters in the game. I've worn 27% of all the possible clothes. And I've alchemized 23% of all the recipes out of 50% of all the possible items. That's 63 hours, 14 minutes and 22 seconds. That's about 11% of all the time I was alive from July 16th until now. And when I'm honest with myself, with that time, I've done absolutely nothing. Oh, that's exp dot. It's always got that dot at the end, which catches me out. Thank you, Matthew. That's Uh, good, Matthew Kumar. There. So, 
we were brainstorming again, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, we, a, it's a, a problem. We have a rule, which is we're not allowed to talk about video games during the week because then we have nothing to talk about on the show, which means yeah. we've got to get all of our One Life Left feature work brainstorming done in the in the time when features are on, which is why all of our features are so well thought through. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we were brainstorming a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, one of which, Anne, you've, you've got a new project, haven't you? Yeah, I've got a new project. Um... It seems to us as though there's someone we should have on the show. Yeah. It's pretty important. Right, so it's a, what, it's a he? It's a he. You're going to guess who it is? You know who I it know is. I know who it is, yeah, because we've been brainstorming. Yeah. And actually, it's a request, isn't it? Yeah. We've been asked to get him on. Well, we've been asked by Resonance. To um, get this person on. And if we don't get this person on, then they've then, said they're going to close us down. Yeah, we're in trouble. And so that leads us to the title of this, <laughs> this new feature, which is... Get Vasey. Get Vasey. Get Vasey. Uh, we need to get Vasey. So we're going to try all the methods we can think of. Twitter. Is he on Facebook? <laughs> That's it, isn't it? We're going to try all of the official channels, Twitter and Facebook and anything else, uh, to get Vasey. Get Vasey. Get Vasey. And uh, once we've got Vasey, we're going to put him on the show. We're going to ask him what his favourite colour is, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> we're going to go straight for the jugular. Yeah. Um, so, that, yeah, that would be... Maybe we should explain who... Vasey is, because we have listeners outside of the House of Commons. <laughs> yeah, he's in the House of Commons. I, I genuinely think you should ring up the House of Commons and just, just go. Yeah, so Anne's going to be in charge of this feature. If you have any suggestions on how she can get Vasey... Get Vasey. If, get Vasey. If you know where Vasey is, like, you know, if you see him, if you live near him, like, you know, where he shops, that sort of thing, if you, like, if you know... Oh, we could definitely get like, Vasey He must be like the MP that. for somewhere. He must be. Um, we yeah. should try and find that one out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if, if you if if you know what he's up to, um, then we'll we'll pop down and, and tell get him we're him. very nice. Although the feature's got quite an aggressive name. <laughs> get Vasey. Get Vasey. <laughs> get Vasey. We're not going to get get him. We're gonna, I mean, we're going to get him. Get him. We're really nice. Just tell him we're him. really nice. Yeah, we're going to get him. Give him a big cuddle. Yeah. Also, Vasey, if you listen to the show, <laughs> can you just come, get got come. easily? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to carry on with our video game jokes. Charlie Miller has just uh, tweeted a joke. He's been listening to the show. Go for it. He says, um, your, your mama's so fat, yeah. she tires easily playing Wii Sports. <laughs> uh, maybe that can be our third strand of, uh, of <laughs> yo, mama. Yo, yo mama jokes. Yeah. So you might have been able to hear the music in the background, but we have approached the end of the show. We are approaching it. Flew by that one, inside. The end of the show, I'm right? Surprised now. we got through that actually, because yeah. if you'd seen us barely 36 hours ago, <laughs> we did Wouldn't record a lot of stuff with some people that we met. But I think it's that's just. Do you remember when we were trying to teach that man not to swear? Oh god, he, was if you, bad he got the f word fine, but then when he graduated, he couldn't not say that one. <laughs> uh, if you um, if you didn't see us 36 hours ago, you can easily do that by following us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> just having yeah. a look at Scanter's uh, account. Yes. And if you were that man, I've still got your socks and your milk. <laughs> <laughs> and your Weight Watchers diary. Yeah, we found a Weight Watchers, yes. Uh, thank you to all of our contributors today yes, on One Life you. Left. Thank you Cheers. to our musical guests as well. We will be back in three weeks, is it? Three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Like that. Uh, we're having a little break now, but then we will be back and we will miss you until then. So much. But until then, we have been One Life Left. Thanks very much. See you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>